0: I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice tumbling down the rabbit hole. This is your last chance. After this there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes
1: there? Deeper, deep down to a rabbit hole. Real metaphysics. Cutting-edge topics. Results driven. Active spiritual output. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live on the X Network. Also available on podcast at the iTunes store.
0: The show's being queued right now, sir. Just give it a minute. All right. Thank you. Okay.
2: Good.
1: Welcome, Poke to the show. Sorry about that. I muted it so. Uh, So, welcome to the show. Uh, but I didn't get through your introduction, but no, you need no introduction because most people know you. Uh, you're one of the most known ceremonial magicians. Uh, you've uh, had an hermeticist and you've uh, written several books and several techniques that kind of uh, most people use and recorded, most notably, recorded several unbelievably beautiful ceremonies that you made public, uh through DVDs, through your website, and stuff like that. So welcome to the show.
2: Well, I'm, um, I'm like uh, what Minnie Pearl used to say on uh, Grand Old Opry, I'm so proud to be here. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 that, that shows you how old I am. I haven't been on for a while.
1: <laughs> See, yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm, in the phase of covering up how old I am. I, I lie. So that means I'm not that old yet, right? <laughs>
2: Well, actually, you know, it, it does help. Um, when you're a young wizard, everybody thinks that you're, you know, that you that you, you you must be putting on. And then when you get to be an old wizard, they think, "Oh gosh," you know, this guy must know something. He's <laughs> so, uh, you yeah, know, so try to try to make it. And and when you get to be my age, then then people will take you more seriously. But of course, you know, I actually I take you pretty seriously now. I think uh, uh, your uh, your book uh, was just really impressive. And I I was, uh, you know, I know Lon Duquette gave you a real good uh, review, and and I thought, well, you know, maybe Lon, you know, I'll give it a read. Boy, I was impressed. You uh, are, you know what you're doing, And, uh, and and, and you know how to tell people what they ought to be doing. And that's an uh, important thing, because so many of us these days, so many of these kids, uh, and unfortunately this, this does happen to uh, fall into the chaos magic category, so many of these kids, they, they, they don't think they need to do the work. They don't think they need to sit down every day and, and take at least 15 minutes and, and actually do the stuff. <laughs> Actually, stare at the little thing or whatever it is that they're going to stare at, and 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 visualize, do their visualization practice, and do the various things they got to do. And you you stress that, and that's 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 excellent. So, um, what do you what do you want me to? Uh, what, what kind of questions you want to ask me? Just go ahead and I'll see what I can do.
1: Well, you're most known for a lot of the. And I, I do mean it. I, I've watched a Sago ritual that you recorded, I watched other ones, and they are truly beautiful. But you are most known for uh, the goetic work that you actually do with the technique of the mirror gazing, which is, is unique to really you, as far as the technique. That's a darn shame that it is so
2: unique, and actually, you know, if you go through Barton, I know one
1: guy did criticize me on Amazon, he
2: said, oh, you got you got it all from Barton. Well, no, I didn't get it all from Barton, uh, and of course, Barton got a lot from Randolph, <laughs> but I didn't get it all from Barton, but, uh, but Barton's got, really, if you, if you go all the way through Barton, you'll find that... Uh, that he does. Uh, he, he, granted, his mirrors are not. Most of the mirrors he talks about are not optic. Uh, in other words, it's a it's a it's a dark visualizing surface. But uh, he does do some work with, with optic mirrors, and he does work with reflection too. And and uh, he has this exercise uh, way back in the back of initiation and hermetics where you. Where you stare at your reflection in the mirror, and, uh, not, he doesn't do it the same way we do it, but he, he does do it. Um, I think, um, uh, the thing that, that was really unique about what I came up with was not so much the mirror, but the idea of using the facial reflection distortion technique, uh, for galactic, uh, evocation and uh, i i have to admit that you know i was i was um, Pretty much, I was I was crazy when I came up with that. I was dying of a, <laughs> of a yeah, I, I was. I was literally dying. I I I'd lost uh, about fifty pounds, and I was jaundiced, and I was feverish, and I was and I was just out of my mind. I mean, uh, and I didn't realize I had this totally atrophied gallbladder, which they'd misdiagnosed as an ulcer, and and this thing was the size of a, a fist, and it was solid rock. And it, God, it was killing me. Oh <laughs> And yeah and it was and, and I was I was really 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 crazy and I came up with this at that time and so if I if I hadn't been crazy and I hadn't been I probably wouldn't have because you know um, uh, the idea of, of staring at your face in the mirror and, and then your face blacks out and then it, something else comes in uh, yeah they used that in the far east for previous incarnations I found out later they used it in West Africa for contacting their ancestors, uh, and and all. But but uh, we are so conditioned in the in the West, we're so conditioned not to associate these spirits with aspects of ourselves, and yet, uh, you know, I'd been reading some young and and I. I knew something about voodoo, by the way. Uh, something that uh, you know, you you you've been getting into that uh, the, the uh, Afro Caribbean end of things, and they, I, I had, I had a, I'm from the south, and I had a, I had a, well, we used to call them colored people in those days. We had a colored mammy. And she was a hoodoo lady, um, you know. So maybe that, that that has something to do with it. But I, I knew something. I'd read I'd read several books on on hoodoo, uh, Divine Horseman and Tell My Horse, and you know these mm-hmm. various books on it, yeah, so I knew that they took a subjective approach to this thing. I knew they did, and I knew that that they were that the spirit would come and possess them, and then they would be the spirit, you know. Oh, my horse. And so I was prepared for this. And so when this happened, I saw, I saw, well, gosh, yeah, who put a sizzle on the mirror, and that breaks up, you know, that personalizes this, this vision that comes back, and, 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 and we're being, we're, we're doing a kind of little mini-possession here. Even though it's an evocation, it's contained in the triangle, supposedly, but it's still, it's kind of, a, it's kind of like a voodoo kind of like a, a experience. And, and then, you know, when I got over this and I got <laughs> recovered uh, and got my sanity back uh, and all, I thought, gee, what was it I did while I was crazy? Ooh, I wonder if it'll still work. And it did. It still worked. And then I found out I could teach it to other people. And so that's how it got started. <laughs> but uh, the... Um, the important thing about this is that this really is, and I'm, I'm going to make this statement uh, I'm going to make this statement very firmly. this really is the way most of them did Goetia. It really is. And uh, recently um, and the reason why I say that is is that uh, you look at, at, at the Goetic manuscripts, uh, not, the, not the printed version, but the Goetic manuscripts. All of those triangles are either blacked in or they're cross-hatched in the center. There's no... Just a, it's not just a white circle. In the published versions, it was... But in the, in the manuscripts themselves, all black. Sloan 2731, which we got from the British Museum, very early on, was solid black. And the rest of them, uh, the other Goetheic the other manuscripts are that way. Now, uh, they didn't call it a mirror. They didn't say the mirror was in there. And there's a very good reason for that. And I will, will uh, I'll tell you, I, and, and I didn't quite register at first what the reason, because I was so sure I was right, you know, when I first got started. I was completely convinced I was right, because it worked. <laughs> it really did work. And, and I could get
1: other people who weren't crazy to do it too. <laughs> <'Cause> anyway, <laughs> it right. mean, you evoke no, the I, spirits I, into the mirror and it works for multiple people you're you're, you're on to something hey it works I mean by wow, god we can
2: conjure the visible appearance you know and, and wow and we can talk to them and they can talk to us and we boy this thing really works and and we can do it and we don't even have to be crazy to do it and we don't have to use drugs and we don't have to do it it works and, and so uh, so then I was so convinced that it worked that that it didn't occur to me that there might be people out there that would say, ah, uh, they didn't do it this way. So I like, and I told Regardie about it, and, 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 and Regardi said, "No, oh, no, they didn't do it that way, Pope. They did it in smoke. Well, I, you know, and uh, I thought, oh gosh, I'm, I'm sorry, I you know, I don't want to argue with Regardi. I just yeah. sort of, you know, <laughs> but but uh, Rigardi um, had the Golden Dawn's problem. They were so anti-hypnosis, and they were so anti, well, they didn't even like to use crystals. My God, you know one of the one of the guys that helped you know, McKinsey write the cipher manuscript was Hockley, and Hockley was yeah you know, he did everything with crystals, he did crystal balls, you know. But they the Golden Dawn didn't want to because, as far as they were concerned, anything to do with a crystal ball or especially a mirror or something like that was hypnotic, and they were against it. And regarding came up through that through that filter. Unfortunately, I didn't get to the Golden Order later, so consequently, you know, I, I wasn't subject to that. By the way, uh, this issue um, um, of the mirror thing, uh, they, in the past, oh, well, I guess... Well, Savdo, my friend Steve Savdo, he started out uh, and I, at the same time I published, uh, uh, came out with the video on in the Solomon's book, it was 97, 96, 97, he came out with his Goetic um, Evocation, and he didn't use a mirror, and he didn't use drugs either, but what they did was, uh, he and his uh, rock and roll motorcycle buddies, they got... Um, they got in this warehouse in uh, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and 110 degrees in the shade in the summertime, and locked themselves in this warehouse, or stayed in there, and and drove themselves out of their minds, and finally did manage to get some manifestations, and um, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the manifestations they got looked like gargoyles and, and didn't do anything good for them at all. Uh, that was because they put them all in the Cliff life. You know, Steve was raised Jewish, and so he figured that the, if they're demons, they got to go in the Cliff life. Now, it's not where the Goetia puts them. The Goetia puts them, you know, in uh, in a Dante esque Tartarus. And so we stick them all in the bottom of your side. So, um, but Steve had them all in the cliffhaw, so he got, he got these gargoyles and they, 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 I mean, those, those guys, they drove themselves, they drove themselves, you know, into an irrational state and just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed pushed until, until they were, you know, exhausted and, and strung out and, 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 and I don't, I don't think that, that you should have to do that in ceremonial magic. I really don't but they did so uh, that was the first of the ones that said no no mirrors aren't the way to go however um, Renaissance magic Uh, if you and I know you've read Tom Rudd and you've read you know you've read uh, a number of uh, uh, treatises on Dean Kelly and whatever the Renaissance magicians uh, they used crystals, and, 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 uh, and, and they also used dark mirrors, but they didn't talk about the dark mirrors, and there's a reason for that. Now, because of the, the idea that, that you know, oh, the mirror wasn't used and all that, I, I finally put out an addendum to the Book of Solomon's Magic. I've got an addendum in it that goes on now. And uh, I, I want to read the addendum to you. It's just a one page thing. No, it sets certainly. Off, yeah, sets this off. But, but first before I get into that, uh, you, you, you know, oh, am I uh, is there some question that you'd like to ask before I read this 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 thing?
0: Well, actually, I think you're moving in the right direction.
1: Well, first, we, we have to tell people, I mean, uh, because everyone might not know, like the Goetias, this is actually a controversial show. We're talking about summoning demons. And uh, But they aren't what people think, as, as you're starting to cover. They're not at all what people think, in the Christian sense of the word. So before we read that, maybe we could just go, because you kind of touched on it, and I know how you feel about it from the Jungian sense of the word, uh, and it being part of us, maybe you could just give us fast explanation of that, so people can see that there's okay, a lot of different well, yeah. perspectives.
2: Yeah right. Let's let talk about that for a minute.
1: Uh, yeah yeah. Some of them, some of them are
2: demons, uh, if you want to call them that. Uh, they're they're uh, essentially the the mythology is fo- the fallen angels. Even though uh, the Book of Enoch wasn't uh, as accessible during the Renaissance as as it should have been, it didn't get. You know, it was still tucked away in a monastery in Ethiopia. But but still, they they knew about the Book of Enoch and they knew about the fallen angels, and Dean Kelly you know, rewrote the <laughs> wrote the book But uh the uh, the idea is, is that, that these are fallen angels, and um, in, a, in a Jungian sense, they're they're fragments of the, of the shadow, uh, but they they relate. To, but it but they're fragments of the shadow, but the shadow has has two feet in the collective unconscious. In other words, these are the seventy two spirits, which are of course astro that's an astrological round, obviously, the seventy two spirits of the Goesh of the fallen the fallen. Angels are rebellious aspects of the individual psyche, and they are also archetypes—72 archetypes of uh, you know of the shadow in the collective unconscious. Which means that if you uh, you know if you you, you uh, take a you know kind of a subjective philosophical Hermetic view, this means that uh, everybody's got them everybody has them which gives them tremendous power because you're plugging into something that everybody else has got and his version of it's a little different than yours. like Steve's you know showed up because he's put him in the cliff and he was raised Jewish they showed they, 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 they looked a lot worse than mine and they weren't as helpful as mine but but you know but they still they were you know they they they're the archetypes and and this gives them tremendous power this means they really are transpersonal this means you really can reach out and touch other people with them uh, but yeah, unfortunately these uh, a lot of these people they can't they, if it has anything to do with their own mind if they are if they have to believe that they're responsible for these things then they don't want to believe it then they want to believe or something completely separate now how they manage to believe that I don't know because you know a disembodied spirit's a disembodied spirit hell and yet you know it, it's, it's really weird they they, uh, they but they, they insist that these that these, these spirits are not part of them and that, of course, is completely against hermetic philosophy and completely, you know, non-Renaissance. That's 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 even even in the Middle Ages, uh, the real wizards like Seco de and these people, they 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 knew better than that. But still, um, what I want to do is I want to read this addendum because there's been a school. Um, recently developed. And unfortunately my uh, Stephen Skinner, who's a very, very good magician, a wonderful scholar, he has been uh, a supporter of this um floor cracks open and the ceiling opens up and you know and and, and uh finally Steven got around to the he said, Oh the demons are off in the woods somewhere there. Hey, oh, you're going. I I, I wanna tell him I said hey Stephen I they're not off to the woods somewhere. You're carrying them, carrying them around with you. <laughs> and, and, uh, but um, but there is. There's, there's a, a, a kind of a, a retroactive movement. Now, you think, in a way, that Joe Risolliski is a part of this retroactive movement, but he's not. If you really read, and Joe, if you were to get... To the back of his books, you'll find out that that he's uh, he's actually he's on our side. He's he's one of he, he knows that they're that they're part of the uh, part of the mine. He's just that naturally, you know, he wants to attract the. I guess I guess he want, he, he he calls his latest book Howlings from the Pit. Oh boy! <laughs> but uh, anyway, let me read you this addendum because I, I cover this particular issue, uh, you know, and and. Uh, and yeah, a, a little bit of personal, uh, a little hype here, a little bit of self-promotion, but, but you no, forget to do that. Go ahead. All right. Okay. Addendum to the Book of Solomon's Magic, 2011. The Book of Solomon's Magic and his companion video, The Magic of Solomon, were and still are the centerpiece of a modern revival of hermetic solomonic ceremonial magic. In 1996, we made Solomon's art real for a generation of would-be magicians lost in a maze of Victorian age resurrectionism and philosophic occult speculation. For 15 years of 15 reprintings of the book and a reissue of the VHS video and DVD, we have continued to offer serious students of this ancient spiritual discipline effective practical instructions and well-founded theoretical knowledge in Solomon's art of angelic invocation and spirit evocation. Boy, isn't that presumptuous. Anyway, anything as original and successful as our book and video well, forgive me, but you know I like to blow my own horn, and video combination have bound to have critics. You know, most of these we can probably right ignore, but in the last few years, a number of books have appeared, uh, which have followed our Solomonic Revival trend, uh, reproducing ancient magical texts, but offering no effective methods of practice, while trying to discredit the practice and the practical use of the magic mirror in traditional invocation rituals. Now, these old-school writers claim to be reviving Solomonic magic in its pure form, and while they avoid any critique of invocation in a crystal stone, They insist that evocation was a process of spontaneous manifestations outside the circle. Now, some medieval evocation rites were performed on this archaic model, but Goetic evocation always used a triangle, usually with a magic mirror. If this is true, then why didn't the various versions of the Goetia specify the use of a mirror? Now, it seems obvious that a mirror in the triangle was intended, but they stopped short of writing it down because the great-grandfather of the Goetia, Seco de Ascoli, published his account of summoning a Goetic demon fallen from the ranks of the cherubim and serving under King of in a magic mirror in the early 1300s. Now, this was a magic mirror such as the one described in Picatrix, in the 12th century, as the con- as the conjuration device of choice for such operations. Secco di Scoli was brought before the Inquisition, accused of demonic sorcery, and burned at the stake in 1326 in Florence, Italy. His mirror secret did not die with him, but his fiery demise did discourage magicians from writing down any reference to a mirror. John Dee was reluctant to mention his black obsidian mirror. Agrippa scrupulously avoided any reference to the diabolic speculum, but it does creep back into the literature in an anonymous work attributed to St. Cyprian, and uh, the mirror of Solomon appears in the last of the Solomonic grimoires, the Grimoire And when you read the Goetia in its original manuscript form, all this seems obvious, but one of our old-school scholars tries to tell us, and this is, by the way, Aaron uh, Aaron Letish, the manuscripts of the Goetia show the circle in the triangle is white. Now, he said the manuscripts of the Goetia show the circle in the triangle is white, not blacked in, as in some published versions. Now, this is exactly backwards. Actually, Crowley's published version shows a white circle, but in all the manuscript versions, the circle is blacked in or cross-hatched. Now, justifying another of Crowley's mistakes, Lettich tells us that uh, two foot off from the circle and three foot over has a different meaning in period English. A dictionary of Elizabethan usage does not support this claim. The instruction means exactly what it says. And I might add that the same Solomonic expert also described the Shemayam Farash as having no connection with the Goetia, while Thomas Rudd had already put the Shemayam Farash verses on the reverse of his Goetic sigils back in the 17th century. Now, why are these otherwise fine magical scholars and authors in denial on this important aspect of medieval and Renaissance magic? Well, it's partly Crowley's fault for making his 1904 remark about the spirits of the Croatia being portions of the human brain. And uh, this was not well expressed, even in terms of what Crowley was trying to say. And then, we we told you this territory on reflection and dared to mention Carl Jung's psychology in connection with hermetic philosophy. And the problem that these old-school magical scholars have with mirror evocation cannot be entirely blamed on their denial of hermetic mentalism. They probably would have accepted both hermetic philosophy and the dark mirror at any time before Rene Descartes declared, that was you know, Rene Descartes, 1595, okay. 1650, declared that only that which we can weigh, measure, and replicate is real, and all else is delusion our modern world is driven by this spiritually debilitating concept. And as much as our scholars profess to be reviving old school magic, they have put Descartes before their horse. Who? No! Clearly, miss that one. If uh, post-Cartesian objectivism is keeping you from the true Hermetic Renaissance magical mindset, I recommend reading The Great Secret, the latest issue of the Seventh grade book
1: for and that's another, another plug. Uh, it was and, very, uh, it's kind of very interesting <laughs> because one of the things about the Doctor Rude's book that that one was really an eye opener is that. Me and J- Jason already saw me do that before I ever read it in the book. That I started putting the shemaforsch on the back of the seals and like uh, I did too. I did. I, I didn't know who had done it. I just thought it was a good idea. Yep, that- <laughs> The minute I saw it, I said, said this song. I, the minute I saw it, I said, well, I'm already doing this. It just seems like a natural, good idea thing to do. Yeah, and absolutely. And, and the literature, there and all, their
2: no connection. With, and here, not only was Rudd doing it, but some other magicians, other Galenic magicians were doing it too. Well, they See, the only manuscript we had was 1731, I was was uh, Sloan uh, 7231. And that that was the one that we had. And, and we didn't bother to, to. The other ones were. They looked like they were not as complete or whatever, so so we didn't check them out. But it turns out that that the other the, 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 it wasn't just what it was. Uh, they they realized that too. So uh, even though the Shyam Parash. Um, even though they're uh, derived from those for those verses in uh, in Exodus, uh, they, you know, they 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 work very very well. As uh, and Barden, you know, Barden put them all up in uh, in hard. Uh, he put them up in Mercury, and and uh, which is fine for us because that moves them one sphere above your where we put all of our goetic spirits. Yeah,
1: I mean, I. I've... I found the, the method of summoning spirits into the mirror to, to be quite effective uh, and probably my preferred method of doing this um, uh, to, of actually like spirit evocation um, but one of the of course, things, you know. one of the important things that I think that you mentioned when I was on your show. Was even though in a Jungian sense they may be part of your collective unconsciousness, it does not mean that such a summoning comes without risk.
2: Oh, you're telling me, well, you know, this is something people don't realize that yet. It's not the problem with this is is not not how how hard it is to do because it's not hard at all, and not only that. the goetic spirits really really are very gregarious i mean they're not shy they really want to talk to you they really they they're they're really so happy that you you've you've called them up and have you experienced uh, what we've experienced that, that that so many of them want you to build little shrines for them they want you to they want you to to have uh, I, I think, have I, oh, think yeah. I think both uh, me
1: and jason can say yes to that yeah they're all too uh, eager uh,
2: I, uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh. we've run into that several times and I have to tell students I just got to tell them I say, look remember I know these they they they're so easy to talk to and they're so and they like you so much and and, and all of that and and then they start wanting you to do things for them and and you just 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 remember that whenever you do for them you say if it is my will and pleasure you know, I'll do whatever, whatever, whatever I, whatever you know, you want to do for him. It's it's your will and pleasure to do so, and and keep it that way. So if you want to build a little shrine for him, and and you know, I can't really criticize because I'm starting with the first ones that I got. And so what did I do? I went and I went and created a religion for him. You know, so I suppose you know. I suppose I could. You could say I'm possessed by Balnurst and I do everything they want. You know, no I don't really. But I mean, no, they are my obviously Bayle and Asheroth are my two are my two spirits, and um, and so so I can't really be criticizing somebody who wants to if somebody wants to go and have a, a you know a, a Talion But by the way, Dan has had a website for a while.
1: Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I I'm, 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 <laughs> a good guy I really like well, he's yeah, a good but, guy. That, yeah but he but 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 he he's he's a lot of guy i mean he he is
2: he you know yeah, and he'll frankly tell you that he'll lie to you but but he he is he's got so many facets he's like uh, like you're looking at at a hundred reflections in a mirror you know yep. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, Dantalian. She's one of he, he's very he's very he's powerful too. But uh, but they, they all every one of these you, know, you can find one that or, or many of them that will actually want to be your your well look at the line with oral you know, Alon's made a, a yeah, Alon and have a, have a lifetime relationship.
1: But I mean, that's that's yeah. one thing that kind of also, and I mean, I mean, while it's not being said, one of the things, the undercurrents here is that you yourself and Alon's a good example, and, and in some cases, I, I can admit that I work with Orabas, not Orabas, uh, Dantalian a lot, and have gotten really amazingly good results. Um, but one of the things that is an undercurrent in all this is that idea of relationships, although they are just, uh, you know, projections of a young and subconscious mind. You certainly are like honoring a relationship uh, with the spirits that have brought you stuff, and so is Lon, in, in multiple stories and books. Lon, that's Lon to cat for our listeners.
2: But there's one thing you have to do, though, uh, though Tom. I mean, this is this is absolutely for sure, is don't, like some of these people, and I'm not going to mention any names here. I mentioned, well, all right, I won't mention any names, but, but there are people that recommend that once you do this, you get the spirit, once you get the goetic spirit ceremonially, then you can go ahead and do it informally with him. I don't recommend that at all. And the reason why I don't is because that's where you end up you can create I, I've I've seen this happen. You can actually create yourself a multiple personality disorder if you do this.
1: Well yeah, because, because you don't have a yeah. clear disi- you don't have a clear distinction between it and you in you, space. Have to, you have
2: to you have to keep that spirit in that brass vessel and take it out when you want to get contacted. I don't. You know, I. I'm not going to say how simple a procedure you you can get down to. Let's say it doesn't have to be as elaborate as, as you know a full temple. It's nice if it is, but I mean, it doesn't have to be. It. But you have to have some kind of containment. I mean, you have to have some kind of formal containment.
0: You know, and, it's, it's and, interesting you know, that you bring this up, folk, because I have seen. Over the past couple of years, a big movement on the internet where people are trying to invoke the goetic spirits into their heads and speak to them telepathically without any protections.
2: Yeah. I know people who've done that, and and, and Lon knows
1: people who've done that. And just, I, I know. I know a good thing. I know people who do that. I, I won't name names of people in Columbus or people in 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 Canada that I, I know have done this. But uh, needless to say, both times I've not seen their life go well afterwards. Yep. Nope. In fact Warren said
2: in the last book that he uh, came out, he was talking he was he was giving, plugging me and which I appreciate but then he said uh, that that other people that he that he knew he knew two other people who had attempted to do all seventy two goetic spirits and ended up to quote him barking mad and uh, but you know I, I you gotta you gotta be realistic and say well they were probably they were probably growling mad to start with and then you know and then by the time they got by the time they got all the way all, all the way out to to uh, you know, to to uh uh, uh Andromalius they were, by the time they got out there they were broken. But uh no, you you you, you probably anybody who, who wanted who, who wants to totally immerse themselves in this and you know and do that it's not a good idea. And and therefore I I think that the 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 ceremonial restrictions are very, very much, uh, should be maintained. And the more, the better. I mean, generally, uh, the the better, the more your procedure, the better. And make darn sure that you got the Shemhan Farah's. Um, angels, that you evoke them, you invoke them briefly before you evoke the Goethe Kennedy um, the uh, uh, this is, people don't realize you know, they just don't realize this is a powerful, powerful, powerful system I mean, it really is and, 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 uh, and it's just me saying this Lon says the same thing He says the Goethe spirits of the heavy lifters they think this is a powerful system. And it just because it's easy to do doesn't mean that it's, that it's not powerful.
0: So let me ask you this, folk. Um, One of your favorite spirits, of course, is Astarte. Yeah. Can we get into your evolution, how you took Astaroth from the Goetia and came to the revelation that it was Astarte?
1: Richard Cavendish, the Black Arts.
2: That's still one of the best one of the best surveys of of ceremonial magic from a practical point of view is Richard Camus' nineteen sixty five The Black Arts. Yeah. And nice. he says so. And that's what he says. And he makes a point of that. That that Bail and Astaroth are ball and a star three. And he's right, they are. And and you know, um, so uh, this this drops right in, of course, to masonry because uh, this just plugs you into to the whole Masonic legend. And Solomon, of course, uh, and since it Solomons service is Solomonic magic. So you know you're just you're you're home free. I mean, Maul and Astarte are the, you know, they're the, they're the superstars of the Canaanite pantheon, and that's, uh, you know, that's the religion of Hiram of Tyre, one of the, uh, one, well, two of the Masonic grandmasters, of course, Hiram of Tyre and Hiram Abiff, are both, and then Solomon, of course, goes and builds the temple to Astarte after he gets the temple built. Um, so this is why in our second degree when you take the oath in our second degree you you, you take the oath on the Bible but it's open to the Song of
0: Solomon <laughs> yeah interesting little cipher going on there huh oh yeah well uh, you know um, you ever read a book
2: called The Hebrew Goddess by Raphael Ponte no sir I have not well, that's one that, thats one I would recommend people who want to get serious about, you know, Galicia from a Solomonic point of view. You know, this, this one of the things that I like about Solomon about Solomonic ceremonial magic is the Solomon legend. It, it, it's the it um, you know it's the whole uh, the whole idea of, of King Solomon containing the the spirits and getting him to help him build the temple. And, of course, the temple, the symbolism of the temple is you're building the temple within. And the spirits are helping you do it. And, and so you've got your evil spirits. Well, they're not evil. I mean, you're, you're rebellious spirits under control, and they're helping you build your, your edifice. So you can look at it. It's a very spiritual kind of a thing. And uh, and yet at the same time, it has a a nice spooky flavor, and some of these spirits are kind of nasty and a bit dangerous and whatever. So that gives it a. So you don't have to feel like you're being goody goody, you know. I mean, it's you know you're 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 a dangerous holy man, (laughs) sort of that kind of thing. Yeah, the 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 two gun priest,
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) or whatever. Well, Polk, in in practice, how have you differentiated between Goetic spirits that have their roots in ancient gods and goddesses and the Goetic spirits that seem to be more of a lower nature?
2: Well, I don't know. Uh, I think they all probably all of these Gotic spirits, if you really really tracked them back far enough, you'd find if you if you could, you'd find they have some pagan uh, origin um, indirect or what it was. Now for instance, Isecco uh the one that he that he summoned. Um, I'm pretty sure I know where in the Croatia that one fits, but he spelled it a little differently. But you know, he did say that it was under King of Maimon and he did say he fell from the sure. sheriff. So we have enough clues to where we can plug it into the Galatia. Uh and the spelling is different. But but uh forest uh, is is probably Horus, and Amon is obviously Amon. And uh, you know, and and um, um, Bunaid is probably Buteau, and so you know, you, you've got a mixture of Egyptian and, and the Goetic, um, the whole Goetic 72, 72 round is based on, on Egyptian, um, on these Egyptian gods of the zodiac and that's where they got where Crowley uh, oh, well i so was sure it was Crowley but they got this idea of the day and the night demons and that never did work out very well though, so I, I don't think you should really worry too much about the day and the night demons but that 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 results from the Egyptian day and night uh, uh, entities so this is, a, um, uh, this is an amalgam of, of Egyptian Phoenician Some Greek, uh, some Assyria. You've got those. Those goetic. I think those goetic spirits will probably all be traceable if you knew how to do it. They'd be traceable back to some to some pagan pagan uh, entity of some sort, or
0: okay. So here's where I'm trying to clarify for the audience, okay, and and for myself, we're looking at ancient god forms, god and goddess forms, I should say, ancient divine spirits so why in the context of the Goetia do they become rebellious and well that's pretty easy here you gotta start to hate the goddess of love
2: and they hated the the old rabbis you know of the 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 Levites you know of of the well what we would call the the more orthodox Jewish um, um, religion, as it got going, yeah, uh,
0: you know, yeah, you, you know, in
2: reality, Solomon, Solomon probably, was, he probably didn't even know who Jehovah was. Solomon probably worshipped hell just like Hiram of Tyre did, and and uh, probably wasn't all that much difference. But uh, uh, in our in around about around about. 400 BC or so, Judaism starts to take on the form that we that we know um, that we know, and they are very anti-sexual, and of course they were anti, they they were originally uh, herdsmen. And um, you know, they, they were livestock people, and they didn't like farmers anyway. And and uh, and Astarte uh, was a sex goddess and a love goddess, and, and they had you know they had temple prostitutes, and, they, and the Canaanites didn't think that much about about uh, you know they weren't that celibate, and they weren't, uh, and they and, and they they were sure they. Nah, they had probably the same low opinion of women as Jews did in those days, but but still, uh, they they had uh, you know, uh, uh, a love goddess, a real goddess was was very much in their their farming, pagan seasonal farming round. You know, this is way it was. Well, the the rabbis come in and and and, and, the, and the, the orthodox Jews come in, and they don't want anything. They don't want any kind of female power. They they want no female power at all. and They want no no sex power. That that's that's all. That's out. So they they they, they demonized. They, they literally they they hated uh, Astarte. They made her turn her into astra the demon, and they even gave her bad breath. You know, they 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 were so afraid of her that <laughs> you have a bad breath. You know, it's just weird. You look at if you take a look at the picture of of uh, Astra in the in, in the, Magus, the the one that, that Barrett did that watercolor sketch in there, and he, and then you look at the, at a, at a, at a bar relief of Astarte, and it actually, the, 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 this, this male you know, ugly figure here, this profile, actually kind of resembles the, the profile of the Semitic got us to start that you can kind of see the two morphing out of each other okay and yeah and Baal the the, the horn god who's you know he's kind of kind of boisterous and and, uh, and he's got a big phallus and you know he's uh, and he's uh, they can't have have a guy like that they got to have they've got to have a, a father a father god who who uh, who doesn't go around uh, you know trying to uh, trying to act uh, like a young stud they don't want that because that's too sexual so so they demonize Baal too so they get at um, and Astarte and then they forget then what they do conveniently they 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 sort of put the father of the guys so they don't want to mess with him so they just make him a send a synonym for yatveh say so he becomes it's a synonym and 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 then they go after the younger more potent ones and they make demons out of them. So, literally, this is this is how Baal is starting. Now, of course, you know, you look at Baal, our Baal, he's the first, he's number one in the Galatia. And he's also, um, if you look at him up in the sky, he's he's right, uh, he, he's right behind Aries. Uh, and he's the fly he's the northern fly that's where Beelzebub comes from and there's this whole constellation called the northern fly and that's where they put ball up there right behind there he number one and his sigil even looks like a fly it looks like a kind of a lunar lander if you want to look at it that way so they demonized they, they, they demonized these these um, these pagan gods and goddesses and uh, this even even including uh, Belial who of course is the most evil and the most dangerous spirit in the Galatia uh, so I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't uh, mention that because that'll attract people to do it
0: <laughs> uh, too late it's uh, out so there is, for yep. life oh uh,
2: <laughs> damn it well maybe I maybe I, just threw maybe I threw that in there so you can so you can tell me next time uh, well they went right out they did it and this is what happened to them <laughs>
1: Uh, that, would, that would be a great show actually like okay so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. how i how i how i evoke how i evoke billy
0: all and survive <laughs> well maybe maybe this is a good question poke now you're telling us about some of the goetic spirits who you have found to be very helpful and easy to work with why is this particular spirit not easy to work with
2: well, this particular spirit's not easy to work with because, number one, it has a horrible reputation. And if you don't think so, just look in Davidson. I mean, yeah, just grab your Davidson. Everybody's got to have a Davidson. You cannot do this work without Gustav Davidson's Dictionary Angels. Well, everybody should realize that. So uh, go look in Davidson and look up Belial, and you'll know why you shouldn't do him. Uh, and and uh, um, because one of the things you got to do with All is you have to give him a blood sacrifice, and I didn't want to do that. So I, uh, I so I got myself a bottle, a bag of a fertilizer, bag of blood meal. And um, and uh, oh, he didn't like that. Oh God, he didn't like that. I burned that stuff, and it was like literally, and it was like a tidal wave of pure evil. You know, uh, I'm not a surfer, but I, you know, I, but but I have had you know, some of these huge waves break over me. You know. This is this is the way it was like. It was like a it was like a wave, a gigantic wave of evil, uh, a tsunami of pure malice. Just boom. and and you know, it almost knocked me over, it almost knocked me out of the circle. And of course, you know, and and, and this voice roaring, roaring in my head, you know. It was, it was, what do you want, you know? And, and, and oh what do they think? <laughs> so I, no, oh God, I mean that was the most evil thing I ever, I ever experienced. And, and so that's the one, one and only time I ever did it. But I understand if people who give him actual their own blood he likes that and he's very nice at least he's nice to start with and and what ends up happening is not so good Uh, read Lon's account on on that and uh, Lon got away with it because he was doing it for somebody else not for himself that's how he managed to to,
0: uh, I'm gonna chime in there now you can feel free to debate me if you wish but my feel is, it should be a last resort to ever give your own blood to any entity, because it could. Oh, I agree with
1: you. Boy, do I ever agree with that? I, oh gosh, that's, uh, I, 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 I at least feel like my uh, Jason, who's in the Quantum Life Science Institute, has learned something that I taught him today. <laughs> like I, I now feel like he actually listened once, so that's good. He does listen a lot, so. No,
2: no, 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 no. You control them. They don't control you. And if you give them your blood, you you do. You give them their blood. That This is this packed stuff. As people, you know, the kids don't realize, they, they don't understand that this whole packed thing didn't get started until the late 1700s. Mm-hmm. Before that... Magicians, no magician would ever make a pact with anything. You control them. You, 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 you. you cannot care how evil they are, you, you control them. You, are the boss. But then, uh, when when things deteriorated, degenerated, and 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 all, by the late 1700s, they started these grimoires were being printed, sort of like spiritual pornography. And then they started this Faustian, you know, this Faustian school got going, where you had these signing pacts with the devil and pacts with oh Come on. No, and and sure, you know if you do it, you're you'll that'll will screw over you. Yeah, yeah, they will. Uh, no, but you, you
1: don't do that. I think that has and to be the best line ever. Shiny grim work, pornography. That's it. Yeah, they That's for just, the show. Right there. The
2: glum- now look, the Grimwarum is an exception. The Grimwarum <laughs> glum- is has got some genuine stuff in it. But after that, the the grand grimoire and the you know and all that—that's that's spiritual pornography. That's just uh, just running that stuff off just to just to make a buck or whatever you know, make a mark or, or make a frank or whatever. what it was they—that and not, uh, you know this pack stuff. No, but um, you know it's you know. I, uh, uh, you know, uh, these, uh, uh, the, the kids. If the kids are going to do it, the problem with with it is they don't realize when they first get started doing this stuff that this this is serious stuff. This this really is. It really is serious stuff, and you really can screw yourself up and, and, uh, and I, you, you, I wish that they would understand that, but they don't you know they they, they, they want to try they they want to try something uh, and they're, they're not sure it'll work and and you know and all that but no, it does anyway um, we're getting pretty close to your wire here uh, you wanna you know you want to um, plug something and coming up or what
1: no no no. Do you want to plug something coming up? That's the question. Well, I tell you,
2: I got—I I need to get an abstract out tonight for West show Thursday night, um, and you know we have the Hermetic Hour. Um, so I'm, but I am going to finish the wrap up and then talk more about what we got coming up for the, for the year. And of course, naturally, we're going to have you back on. And, uh, so I, our show is, uh, HTTP, um, colon stroke stroke www dot the Hermetic Hour. Well, blog talk radio. Dot com the hermetic hour just google the hermetic hour and you'll find it <laughs> that is it we do we go on Thursday nights so uh, you can listen to us uh, on uh, on Thursday nights and we talk you know on subjects like this and, and, and other aspects of the, of the hermetic tradition but uh, I really you know I, I really enjoyed your book and I, I, I think that're that you, you're, you're really really on the right track and so I want to get, uh, I want to work with you some more, and, and uh, we'll get you back on our show.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. And uh, what do you got coming up next week? We don't know yet. <laughs> it's been that kind <laughs> of, uh, uh, kind of, that kind of month. So, but one of the things, um, one of the things in the last five minutes, because we didn't really get to talk about it, one of the unique things that you actually have that I really want to, uh, press is i I know this show is a little more intellectual uh and a little more ceremonial magic but really it is worth it for you to go out and get pokes videos because they really are beautiful in and of themselves and i and i i want to say that because i really i really feel that way and the the, you know the first video i got was the the visago uh summoning
2: uh that's the dark that's the dark mirror of magic. magic yeah and uh yeah, that, that's uh, that's we we sell that one, and then we have the magic of Solomon, is the instructive one that tells shows you how to how to do it, and uh, then we have uh, then we have the rites of magic, which wraps up some of the other things we do, yeah. and uh, yeah, including a, a really neat a operation, which uh, it, as far as I know, we got the only thing like that on film. I,
1: I, I and, can tell you, I can tell everyone. Having done a massive Chaos Baphomet on film for Canadian television, it is no small task, and it's, like, nerve-wracking, so... Kudos to you, folks Those were well. Thanks a lot I appreciate it, and and uh, and so
2: we'll, we'll get you back on pretty soon on our show. And uh, and uh, it was my pleasure. And and, and but I, I mean, really, I hope we don't get any anybody going out trying to do belly ales or something. You know, they, they, they know, Let them try the first, for heaven's sake.
1: <laughs> okay. Anyway, take
2: care and be well, and we'll be talking again.
1: All right. Well, thank have you. Have a great for a night. Thank you.
0: Okay. Bye bye.
1: Well, that was. We have three more minutes. Uh, so it's about a minute or two before we actually get off the air, and I want to uh, I want to thank Poke again. That was awesome. We got uh, believe it or not, that was for, for the audience. Like I said, that was heavy ceremonial uh, magic. Uh, but uh, once again, the the key here is that uh, bringing it up and questioning what really is a demon Uh, because there's so many people out there and uh, Jason you know what I'm saying making money off of people saying demon this and demon this and scaring people and uh, trying to get people past that
0: well you know what call a spade a spade you know there are things out there that aren't nice but you have to know your history you have to look in you have to look beyond the Judeo-Christian scare tactics See things for what they really are, good or bad.
1: Exactly. Everything has a place. Uh, And with that, I'd like to thank the Illuminists again, and I wish you all a good night. We'll figure out what we're doing next week. Uh, We don't know yet, uh, because my life has been too crazy. I I can admit that. So thanks for all for listening. And again, thank you to the Illuminists for this wonderful music.